Let's Gather is a young adult podcast that is meant to bring the hard topics to light, offer you a biblical perspective as you navigate day-to-day life, and draw you closer to Christ. It's our desire to see all young adults grow and be strengthened through the Word of God. So let's jump into today's episode of Let's Gather. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Gather, a podcast for young adults hosted by Astruma Young Adults at Astruma Baptist Church. I am so glad to be here. I'm Easton Vincent. I'm the Associate Young Adults Minister, and I'm joined with Justin, our Young Adults Minister. That was a whole lot of Astruma in one intro. Astruma, Astruma, Astruma. Is that, you want me to? You want me no, to I'm just joking. I was okay. making a joke. That's fine. That was my attempt at humor. Hey, we're just, we're here. Merry Christmas. So I'm here with Justin, who just said Merry Christmas. I'm also here with our worship pastor, Christian Anders. Astruma Baptist Church worship pastor. Astruma Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Christmas. We're talking about Christmas. So, fellas, Easton, Christian, what are y'all's favorite things about Christmas? The 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 whole. It's mm. a good question. I love Christmas. I, to me, it is um, like there's no other time of year where I have like dedicated sweaters that I wear every yeah. day. You know. Um, Charlie Brown today and, you know, a T-Rex with a Santa hat tomorrow, whatever. Um, there's just this festive joy associated with the season. Um, aside from the traffic, I can't think of one negative. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, there are negatives, obviously, as we'll probably talk about. There's, there's the good and the bad. But, um, man, for me, the lights are beautiful. The songs are great. The, the family time's awesome. Uh, there's just so much that really makes it a highlight of the year for me. Uh, for me, it is I. I love this is like a super Christian answer. I love when I think it was maybe maybe it was either you or Micah. I can't remember which one said it from the platform the other day, but it was like this is the like the the time of year, like the season of year that people will be open uh, to maybe being invited to a church or invited to a, you know, a yeah, sure. something. Uh, I mean, we're, we're eating gumbo here Wednesday night to get, pe- you know, like, right. And yeah. so I love the fact that this season has the ability to every day, all day have something that reminds you of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's a super Christian answer. I get it. But, that's kind of how that's kind of how I go about my life. Like I I, I want to insert that in every conversation possible, and the fact that it, it gives you that opportunity, and it also is a visual reminder. Try to go through your Christmas holidays without seeing a manger scene or a church lit up or a church invite or Absolutely. something of that nature. Try you know right seeing Luke two plastered somewhere like. It almost feels like the last culturally acceptable representation of uh, of Jesus in a public sphere. Right, absolutely, is this holiday? Um, every other place, you, you know, you see it kind of being, sh- you know, pushed out. Uh, and to some extent, certainly, there's the whole like, you know, I'm not going to tell you happy holidays. I'm going to say Merry Christmas right, thing. Yeah. But at the same time, like. Uh, more than any other time of year, it's it's in the public consciousness. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that's one of my favorite parts of Christmas. And then also, 
I, I talked about this the other day. I'm going to rant on this one for a second. Easton, tell me your part because then I want I want to get to what I want to talk about. Yeah, I think uh, I think one of the things whenever I whenever Christmas season comes along, um, you guys both know that I talk about it all the time. My family is wild about Christmas. Uh, my yeah. mom has. She's selling two Christmas trees. Is she down to forty three now? Not forty five. Oh, she's selling some. She saw. I said she had. She saw. I saw. She had two on Facebook for sure. I'm gonna have to ask her about that. That's crazy. Uh, the uh, bathroom sizing. We're yeah. downsizing our Christmas this year. That's yeah, why. She, she gotta get ready to pay for that wedding. We, though. <laughs> <laughs> we uh yeah so we have multiple Christmas trees that we put up with multiple boxes of decorations that go on each. Uh, lots of snowmen. Lots of gingerbread like decorating our house is a multi-day affair for christmas and it always has been uh and for like a long time that was something that i like didn't like about christmas um because it was something i had to do as a kid but as i've gotten older like that's been something that like i'll probably complain about it when i go home every now and then my mom will absolutely attest to that sometimes i'll be like i just let's just get this over with because it's a lot but it's really something that i enjoy um, I love decorating for Christmas because I get to spend time with my mom and my dad and my brother, um, which is tough now. Like ever since I moved down here, like we just don't get to spend all of that quality mm-hmm. time together. Um, and so my mom will like she won't she'll put up Christmas decorations, but she won't decorate our trees. She'll wait for us to come home to do that. Uh, and that's just a really fun thing that uh, that I love about Christmas. It's just really all of my best memories as a kid were during Christmas time. Um, just all of the. I mean, like like both of you said, it's joyful. It's it's yeah. it's a time to like celebrate, mm-hmm. and I think like that's what I remember most about Christmas as a kid, and that's what I love about Christmas now is that it's just a time to be happy and joyful and celebrate the season. Yeah, I think one of the things I wanted to talk about um, that I I'm y'all ever have those things that like you know, but it's almost like you're reminded that either you. You're reminded that you forgot it. You're reminded that you forgot to do it, or you're, you know, you, like you, you know that you, I'm gonna rant. Like you know that you know about it, but then you're like, oh yeah, like there's a, there it is. Do you ever have those kind of, or is my my ADHD like brain forgetting just, something and then remembering it? Yeah, yeah, type thing. All right, so the other, <laughs> sorry, squirrel. Um, you gotta know me, man. Um, so the other day when I was kind of preparing for the uh, sermon for the gathering for the last one, we we did. You know, the the title was "Thankful for What's to Come," right? And it was a, a Christmas message, a Advent message, Thanksgiving message, all kind of combined into one. And I remember s- studying through it, and it was almost like something different popped off the pages at me. I love that. How many times have have y'all in this room read Matthew and Luke two? And how many times have y'all read that? I mean, at least yeah, plenty. Mm-hmm. A, a lot. I mean, I'm 33, so I've been around it for at least 33 times, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's read yeah. it. I mean, it's I will probably read it at Christmas Eve service. I've had to make educated guess. Like it's 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 always right. But. Do you ever take time to go into this holiday season, go into this Christmas season, holidays in general, whatever, if you want to call it from Thanksgiving to Christmas, like whatever, and seek out to learn something new about Christmas, the meanings behind it, the 
the the fact that it's not just like it's not just in Luke two. It's in a lot more of the Bible. Yeah, sure. Like learning yeah. their perspective. Like we talked about the other night. It's in, uh, you know Isaiah, uh, in Isaiah seven and Isaiah nine, and then all these. It's just all through Scripture. Yeah. And and I love that. And the two things I came away with it from were, were this gift that Isaiah gave told us about, and then the promise that was kept on the cross, and that we have the promise of, of Revelation twenty one of what's to come, and then Isaiah sixty. 61 or 65, I believe, where it talks about the new heaven and the new earth. Yeah. Um, but in this time of year, do we ever just stop to be like, okay, God, I can recite the Christmas story. I know the angel, when the angel came to Mary, the angel came to Joseph, blah, 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 this, that, and the other, led to Bethlehem, census, blah, 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 all this kind of other. Do we ever take time to learn more about it? Ever take time? I'm reading a book right now by J.D. Greer called Searching for Christmas. And that's what the whole whole topic, as he talks about, is like searching for the things inside. The, like, if, take a year, t- take a Christmas season just to study the Magi. Like, don't just you don't have to just focus on right, on the right. manger, yeah. right? What is y'all's kind of thought process on that? Yeah, I think that's a really. Uh, I I don't think that's something that I've done. Well, it's not. It's and not. It's, it's, it's not. not a, it's not something that you like. You think. To you do. think to do right? yeah. exactly. I think uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. We were in uh, our small group, Sunday morning small group with the Hansons, and um, we're going through the Book of Luke. Mm-hmm. And so we got to Luke two probably three or four weeks ago. Like we got to it a, f- a, a while ago. And uh, one of the things that we talked about was how. Um, like it's easy during the Christmas season to just kind of talk about the nativity to talk about Jesus's birth and just to kind of like, yeah, it's Christmas. We're going to talk about that, whatever, and let it kind of go over. But when you look at it outside of the Christmas context and you're not surrounded by the whole like Christmas feeling, Christmas spirit, then it, you kind of are more inclined to lean into that a little bit and really see like, Oh, this is like, here is this story. Like studying it without someone telling you to study it now because it's Christmas Eve? Right. Okay, that, I got what you're saying. And I think there's just, we're, we're so inundated with it during the Christmas season, as we should be, because yeah. that's what it's about. But when you take time outside of that season, or if in the season you take time to actually dive deep into what Scripture says, uh, it can, like you're, you you see it in a different light, Um it's not like it's not telling you something different because because I mean scripture was written it has a context it has a, a purpose for a, like it's written for a purpose but like when you actually take time to to study what is in scripture without it being like taught to you mm-hmm. I think because um, I think during the Christmas season a lot of people and I know I do it I kind of fall back on letting uh, small group teachers talk to me about Christmas, letting uh, church leaders talk to me yeah. about Christmas, letting like pastors I know, preach I know Pastor about Tim's Christmas. Fisting to preach right. somewhere about exactly. Just like what yeah. you said, I know that we're about to go through yeah. this because it's the Christmas season. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. We should have went to like Malachi. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but it's like, I think that's a, that's the perspective of maybe not everybody, but, um, like it's easy to just kind of sit back and let it be told to you without diving deep in it, into it yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to be this guy, but the place that that happens for me 
is in the Christmas carols we sing. Yeah. When you when you actually what take you, a minute. What do you mean? It's about studying. The, okay, I got what you're when saying. When you take a minute to kind of realize what's being said and the the significance of that, uh, instead of just singing them because they're rote, right? Like um, second verse of. O little town of Bethlehem, a holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. O come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. Right, absolutely, yeah. man. Look, just take a minute to kind of like every well, line. You and just I had like that conversation yeah. the other day with the song I said, and it's that's not even a Christmas song. Yeah. I mean, but that just go. it's just proof. Like we, I, I text Christian in that sermon. And I was like, hey, do you think this is smart? When we sang King of Kings, yeah. and I, I was like, Christian, do you think this is – because I, I try to – I never want, like, my opinion to be the, the, the answer opinion. And so, like, I want to hear feedback from other people. Yeah. And so I texted, was like, hey, does this, like – and I got the thumbs up. I was like, all right, mm -hmm. cool. I'll put it. And But it's just taking a second to, like, that song, not a Christmas song, no. tells the story of, of Christmas and the yeah. Bible and Jesus and the – the cross, it tells the whole story. So it's funny you say that. It's really funny. I was the, yesterday. I, my my brain, you know, I just I random think about stuff, and I was like, should I worship during the Christmas songs, or should I like sit and just kind of enjoy that we get to do this this time of year? And I was like. And so my brain, I just got to randomly thinking huh. about it. Like, I know that that's, that's what my brain does. I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting perspective. And so I was like, do I, do I just get excited? Like, like how you sing Jingle Bells, right? You're like, right. you're like, oh, I'm, I'm super pumped to, to sing this yeah. like one time a year. Or do we just, am I going to sit and meditate on this for a second? Mm -hmm. And my answer, what I went to was, was it meditate on it. You and I talked about this, like, oh, holy night. Like, that's my jam. Yeah. Like, it is on absolute repeat for yeah. the next couple months. Yeah. And I will sit in that, and that will I will almost return to my quiet time. Like, I will sit in those verses. And, and I think there's something to be said for that. There's, yeah. yeah. Uh, enjoying something is 100% a worshipful act. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, I like that. And so uh, one of the greatest things that you realize is God created these beautiful things as mm -hmm. a form of general revelation to people. So how do you first understand or come to know that there's something bigger than you, or that it's not just about you. That there's 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 a divine hand that crafted all these things is by just sitting and enjoying something and realizing that that thing didn't just like come out of the you know just a snap of somebody's fingers in the in the in the ether somewhere. It was purposefully woven together and made to bring honor and glory to the one that created it. And, and just enjoying it is probably the simplest, purest form of worship that there is to me. So I go, yeah, man, sit and enjoy this because it's not you're enjoying our singing or these melodies or the, the timelessness of them. When you sit and enjoy the fact that these really rich theological statements uh, have stood the test of time, are sort of already in you and uh, and you're aware of them and you just get to enjoy that. That yeah. is a worshipful thing. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Good word, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think you grow in those. Like, cause when you were a, when you were a kid, we'll, we'll go just cause it's on my my brain. We'll go with Oh Holy Night. Uh -huh. When you were a kid, yeah. 
Oh, holy night. The stars. I'm not even going to try to sing it tonight. But the dear Savior's birth. Long made the world and sin and air pining till he appeared and the soul felt his worth. D- did you, as a child, or even as like a young Christian, you just, hey, there's an, another Christmas song that Mariah Carey may or may not cover one day, right? <laughs> like, but as you grow older, I think it's like so vitally important to like search out those theological you said it bet like search out those theological truths and realities in these songs to where you can like you can really experience that worshipful meaningful moment that you're not just singing another christmas song yeah no you're you may or may not be quoting scripture you may or may not be telling the story of and that's what like the king of kings the other night that's what i i told him like leading into the song i was like hey take a second and we've sang this song 5,000 times in church, right? You've, if you've been to a conference, you've heard it saying, like all these big-name people sing it. But take a second and try to see Christmas in it. Try to see, like, these words can lay it out for you. But I think it's so important is when we're in these seasons, we're studying, like your Advent book is laying right here next to me. Mm-hmm. Like, find those those, and I think that's kind of where you bring it together with it. Find those meanings, those truths and realities that you can learn when you dive deeper into it. Because there's so much Christmas around us. It's almost like, this is going to sound really like kind of random, but I think it's just a truth. Like you see the manger scene, you drive by, a house that's got the manger scene lit up in a, in a blow-up thing or on Highland Avenue and they've got a whole yard built to the manger. Like, just you drive past it and you're like, okay, I got my Christmas. Like, like yeah. I got my manger. Like, you, you've you grown up in church. This is for someone who's grown up in church also. If you don't know the story of, of this, you, you don't, you won't care the context. But, like, you, your eyes see the manger scene. There's a star. Wise man, Mary, Joseph, baby. Check, check, check. check. check they check, got check. all the places, all, right. all I the just, people. I yeah. just walked through Luke too. Yeah. Like I'm good. And if you just add a king over to the side with a sword and beheading, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you almost like subconsciously, like you just got your Jesus fix because you saw the manger scene and you know the story. And so now you're good. I'll wait until the pastor reads the story to me or he does his analogy on how Christmas is Christ-centered, like, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. but, but study that. Mm-hmm. You know, take the time in Christmas. That, and that, that can bring, bring Christmas to life for you. Yeah, and I think one of the really important things to mention at a time like this is we, we all, we, we just went around the table, we talked about how great Christmas was and how awesome it is and how much joy and happiness there is. Um, that's not everybody's experience. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Christmas yeah. can 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 bring some some bad things along with it. Mm-hmm. The holidays um, are absolutely at times statistically where people feel uh, more disconnected, more lost, more dark than ever. When I was working for the fire department, I worked so many more suicides around holiday thanks Thanksgiving and Christmas than I ever did in any other time of year. But here's the great the great part about it is Isaiah, right? The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of the shadow. Mm. Hope and our light has yeah. dawned. Mm-hmm. The whole purpose of Christmas mm-hmm. is that it's light in darkness. It's hope in hopelessness. Yeah. Um, it is uh, God leaving 
the safe, secure comfort of heaven to come to yeah. a dark and desolate right. world. Absolutely. So um, there is there is no point in glossing over that and because it really robs Christmas of its actual joy and its hope is to say that, oh, it's all just fun. You know, it's all exciting. No, it's it's light brought into darkness. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're feeling the darkness, if you're feeling hopeless, it, it's not time to just go drive around, look at some Christmas lights and pretend, you know, you're going to be fine and happy and smile over a cup of hot chocolate. It's time to go, OK, there is. There, there's, there's light there's that has dark, come and there's dark into in the my dark life right now. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. And Jesus brings light to that. Absolutely. And his birth and a celebration of his birth reminds me that he came to live the life that we couldn't live. He lived it on here on earth. He gave his life as a sacrifice, as a ransom for many, only to be resurrected three days later and give hope and certainty and light to all men. God and sinner reconciled. That's yeah. that's the hope of, of Christmas. Yeah. It's I love that you said that because that's what my advent plan is about today. There you go. Is seeing the light of Jesus. Um it read it it, it had Isaiah forty two in it that you just quoted. Like I read I just read that this morning and was like hope in darkness, light in darkness. Like I am a God who uh, I'm the Lord, that's my name, I'll not give glory to another. Um uh where's it at? I'm the Lord, I've called you for a righteous purpose, I'll hold you hold you by your hand, watch over you, appoint you, covenant for your people, light for the nations. Well, like, that, like that's all, like I'm, I love that you said that because like that's what I read. And so like I'm doing an Advent thing with uh, Ashlyn and we are like today it's like, okay, after you do your scripture reading, it all is talking about how Jesus has come and he's, he's come into the darkness of the world um, and how God has created this world. Uh, and so it's like, okay, knowing that God is our creator, knowing that this world is a place that has been affected by sin and fallen from fallen because of sin. Like, how do you see the light of Jesus in your life now? Yeah. Like, how have you seen it in the past? And then I love the question that it asks. It says, how, how do you long to see the light of Jesus in the future? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was like a really cool exp- like thing to think about for me today, especially like in this season, because, it is a moment where I feel very joyful and happy and excited. Um, but I also like, like it's also a moment where you can, you can definitely tell that that happiness and that joy and that the things that we feel are separate from the way that we feel the rest of the year. Mm, That's a word. And like as believers, our goal is to, take that light into everyday life the light of jesus needs to be of uh, needs to be in everything that we do not just around christmas we don't need to just have joy at christmas time or just have peace at christmas time we need to have it throughout the year and we need to have it in order to give it to others and i think that was a really cool thing that like what you said like reminded me of yeah, the birth is the start of the plan. Exactly. Yeah. So celebrate the birth, but yeah, it has relevance and power yeah. all year. Yeah. I think of the fact that you know you you look through scripture and, and y'all can fill in the blanks here, but but the the birth of Jesus is foretold, right? Like we we know that there's a plan. We we, we there, there's prophecies fulfilled. The cross is fulfilled. Like all the, there's there's prophecies all throughout the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. But Isaiah is one of the first times that you really see like details. Would you kind of y'all 
It's a very clear. It's very clear. I mean, Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah 7, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive birth, give birth to a son, and you right. will call him Emmanuel. Yeah, God well, guess who, you know, we see that in the gospel, right? Emmanuel is introduced, you know, and then you go to Isaiah 9, and and uh, for us a child is born to give it to a son, to give it a government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so we see these things. Y'all just made a point, though, and, and I, I really love this, and I think this is where we can kind of tie it together with what, what you said. So we've seen the happiness side of Christmas, right? And then Christian introduced, obviously. When I introduced, it's just the reality of, man, this season sucks for some people. Like, it's just honest, right? But you see these truths that we know to be fulfilled that Isaiah prophesied. Who's he speaking to? In that in that instance, he's speaking to the Jewish people. Who are what? If not in exile already, about to be walking in darkness. Yeah, mm-hmm. like their their economy is crashing. Like their mm-hmm. their lives are stuck. And so, you, you've got all these things that just walk around in darkness. It's not fun. The God that brought them out is now like, where where'd you go? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, man, we're your people. Like, man, like, you remember that? Like, hey, can we do that again? But Isaiah, like, says, hey, here's this light, Emmanuel, and it's coming. Just wait for it, right? Look to Christmas. And so for those that are, like, walking in this darkness this time of year, you, you are a Christian. Maybe you're listening to this, and you're not even a Christian. Maybe you just randomly clicked play on this by accident on whatever podcast streaming you're listening to. And then you thought we were kind of funny. Well, Easton was funny, not me. <laughs> but there's darkness, but there's a light, and that light is, is named Jesus. And Isaiah tells that to people. He literally like t- starts foretelling of the virgin birth that we celebrate and we get all giddy about and we wear sweaters about and yay, it's a happy time of year. He's telling that to people who are walking in darkness. And they're like, is it happening tomorrow? <laughs> like, right. like, we really needed that yesterday, Isaiah. Right? Like, like this, can you make this happen quicker? Yeah. And so in the darkness of whatever you're walking through season, man, this is the first, this is the first holiday. Well, I, have to, I mean, Thanksgiving holiday season without the staple of my family. Mm-hmm. Like my grandfather is like the patriarch. Like he's the, like I, I was thinking about the other night. We played bingo after we got done with Christmas. Yeah. Are we playing bingo? Like, who's going to call out the numbers? And so it's going to be difficult. Like, I've had many of long conversations with my grandma the past couple weeks late at night when she's just sad. Like, she didn't want to put up the Christmas tree, and I get it. Like, she was like, he always carried the tree in for me. Like, I don't want to do that. And so it's a hard season, and so many people are like that. Like, you lose loved ones, man, who you build. Like you said, one of your favorite things is spending time with your mom, your dad, and your brother, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you're all your kids. Like, that's a, like that's a, a great thing is, like, I look forward to Christmas to seeing them open presents. For me, same thing now. Like, my Christmas revolves around making that little boy smile. Yeah. And that makes me really, really happy. Yeah. So – you don't want to experience that sadness, but maybe you are in that season. But 
there is a hope, there is a light, and his name is Jesus. Yeah, and what's amazing is, like, Isaiah is pointing to, to those guys. He's saying, you're walking in darkness, but light is coming. Mm-hmm. Light is going to dawn. Now Jesus comes, and he says to us, I'm going to leave, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you something even better. And, uh, and so not only do we get to know and experience Emmanuel, God with us, mm-hmm. uh, on this side of the cross and the resurrection, we actually get to know God in us in yeah. the spirit. And so you're never alone. So mm-hmm. that just the, the last thing that I'll say is in a season where I know people can experience darkness and lostness, not only do we celebrate the reality of what Jesus did and how he came to bring us uh, eternity and life forever, uh, also as believers, you, you have the spirit inside of you yeah. uh, and you're never alone. Uh, knowing that you are safe, secure, and sealed by the Spirit's power for all of eternity uh, is, is a hope of Christmas that I hope, um, no matter where you are, uh, in sort of the, the feeling spectrum of that, from dark to light, from joy to sadness, um, that there is some certainty in, in knowing who you belong to and that, that you're not in it by yourself. Yeah, that's Amen. awesome. I love that. Amen. I think that's something we don't think about a lot. That's good. Another episode done? I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. Uh, yeah, we're just we're really excited that uh, that we have people who are listening and who 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 are interacting with us. And yep. so, we just want you to know that we care about you. We we love you, and we want you to have a, a great Christmas season. Um, and we also want you to know that if you are dealing with difficulties and with with struggles, struggling through this Christmas season, like we're here for you. We want to pray for you. We yeah. want to be there for you. We want to help you in any way that we can. And so, uh, yeah, we love you. Uh, we are praying for all of you uh, that are listening to this and just hope that you have a good Christmas season. Um, hopefully we'll be back on a regular schedule soon with these podcast episodes. A little uh, busy. Just been a busy season. And so uh, look forward to that coming out of this season. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Peace. Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Let's Gather. If you would like to learn more about the Astruma Young Adults Ministry, be sure to check us out at astruma.org slash youngadults or on Instagram at astruma.youngadults. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week. That wasn't a good one. I'm going to do that again. Take two. Take three. Okay, hold on. Christian is 100% rocking. There's a plethora of, of shirts and colors in this room right now. I'm yeah. just going to say, you can't see us. If you could, you would understand, but hey, we're obviously uh, on a podcast, so you can't hear us. Hey, share with your friends, yeah. and then we will uh, maybe do a video segment of this in upcoming seasons. Yeah. If you if that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. If you, can, if, if you hit like and comment and share enough, we might could do a video series. Hey, but... What I was saying, Easton is rocking the <laughs> Las Vegas Knights hockey jersey. Yep. Yes. Full full force. Christian has got the beloved Charlie Brown and Snoopy Christmas sweater on. That's right. And I have a free Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's like a blue Columbia. Like a blue Columbia. Like quarters. It's, it's a like a ping golf shirt. You know, this is why, this is why young adults tune in. They want to know exactly what we're wearing. 
Yeah. Yo, but my, J- but my OTD with these Jordans on, though, <laughs> I got these fresh ones. Man, I was so excited when these first came out because we were at the tailgate. Yeah. If you want to know the story of how these Jordans came to be, we were at the tailgate and this like 50 year old walked by. This homeboy had the flyest Jays on. He had a lot more money than Justin. We'll just throw that one out there. And so they little, I think they was custom. I think they was custom, but we ain't going to get into that here. But I was like, bro, where did you get them Jays from? And so he showed me a website that you kind of can see. And so I, I looked up some. Bro, these things got Velcro on them and a zipper. I am so – I love my Jordans. These things are fly, and they're purple. Go Tigers. It's because you don't J- know how to tie yeah, I know. I remember you. <laughs> I remember. Side rant. Do they no, light no, up? No. Do they light up? Dude, I'm glad, I'm glad they're here because I remember you were waiting for like three weeks from the, for that Wish.com package to come in, and finally it did, and those Jordans look great. <laughs> they look totally real. This is I would devolved. never know. Are, I would never know that we they were. We're off to a great start. Speaking of Jordans, what are you are you, what are y'all guys asking for Christmas? What is what is uh what is on the Eastern and Christian Christmas mm. list? Mm. Um I have a very random one. My my, my list usually consists of socks, uh t shirts, button up t shirt, button up uh like short sleeve shirts. Mm-hmm. Um that's usually like my go to when I when I make a Christmas list. I have some some random stuff on there, I guess, this year because I've. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm starting to get into photography a little bit. I like photography, and so I'm I'm getting some, uh, or I'm I'm asking for my loved ones Santa. to provide some uh, some Polaroid SX70 film for me um, because that's like the only type of film that my camera will use, and so I think Polaroids are really cool. My grandpa gave me an old Polaroid that he had when he was younger, and so that's the only type of film it uses, and uh, that's, like, the one big thing I have on my list that I'm, okay. I really want that. It's really cool. Since your girlfriend is no longer girlfriend. your girlfriend, yeah. and, and Easton got engaged since you heard the last episode, yeah, did she like, not get a Christmas present this year because she got a big one on her finger? No, she's getting one. Oh, man. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> she called me. So, Ashlyn and I both are not, like, we don't receive gifts well, but we love to give gifts. And so, uh, like every time I feel like every time I get a gift, I feel like I have to reciprocate. reciprocate, or I feel like like I'm not worthy of getting that gift. You know? Do you guys have that? Do y'all ever get that? No, I feel very worthy of every gift okay, I've I'm ever just, received. Okay, cool. you I'm just kidding. Are. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I just I don't like to get gifts because I just I'm like I'd rather give other people things. I don't want to receive things. Right. And she called me the other day, and we were talking, and she was like, oh, I got your Christmas gifts came in. Oh, plural. Said, gifts, plural. She hit you with the plural. <laughs> gifts. And oh, I said, oh, oh, you get me gifts? And she said, yeah. Well, she's like, I got you one thing, and I wasn't sure if you would like it, so I got you another thing as a backup. And I was like, I don't like that. And she was like, you got me an engagement ring. I don't think, I think I can buy you two pris- Christmas presents. Oh, Okay, you get credit maybe for just like a couple months yeah. on that one. Yeah, no, I was like, that's not that's that happened like a long time ago. Yeah, doesn't go away. What about you, Mr. Anders? You got anything special you want no, for Christmas? No, man, Christmas for us. I'm. I, you guys have mentioned Easton said loves to give things, and when, with our three kids, that's the best <laughs> thing in <laughs> the world, man. It's like that's what I was in the head. I'm just direction. gonna be focused on that. Um, we do we do a thing with them. They get four presents. Um, they get a a want. 
a need, a wear, and a read. Yeah. And so, um, you know, my family, we're big readers, so that's actually the the highlight present for the kids is yeah. what, what do we find that they can read. Um, we're also in a season where my kids are growing so fast. It's like we'll get them some things to wear for Christmas, and then by March they'll be. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. you're like buying. We found that at Walker the other day. Like my mom bought in these sick little hay dudes. Yeah. And it, for starting school, and that was like three months ago, and he already needs no. And so it's like there's no point in buying f- stuff fun right now because he's going to need to just buy as you go, essentially. Yeah. We, we did a we, – we're doing something kind of similar with Walker um, to where my mom and dad we, – we do Christmas, like me, Sam, my mom, my dad, Walker type thing. And we were all kind of – so all of our Christmas presents – experience whatever you want to call it kind of runs together like we all kind of mingle with christmas giving and um and so we kind of talked about it so sam and i will get walker a, a couple of little things i mean obviously we won't even have a good christmas from santa but um side note if you're listening to this i just ruined your childhood if you haven't sorry don't listen with kids. don't listen with kids in the car <laughs> um sorry Maybe about that guys <laughs> um i'll put a, I'll, I'll re-record a, a content <laughs> um so we um We'll get him a couple things, uh, and then we'll get him a, a good gift, something you know he can have to play around the house. But when he gets that, he has to get rid of his other big gifts, like his other big stuff. Um, we'll donate it to a family in need or um, you know a, a some place that could use something like that. So if you get something big, you got to get rid of it. And then my parents, instead of doing like the you know the whole grandma grandpa buys a thousand things that go in a closet that we never use we're just buying we're we're, we're calling it life experiences mm-hmm, like we're yeah. just doing like things to grow us together as a family that's really cool. um things that we can go and do together and to share memories um around that kind of stuff but we, i did the other day so walker loves to read you said about reading mm-hmm. walker loves to read and so my mom and i kind of went in and found this um it's almost a throwback, but it's not really. It's stuff we would remember, maybe not as we were kids, but we remember seeing. Um, it's kind of like the big Christmas books that may or may not have kind of disappeared over the past few years that have something to do. Like, there was a Twinkle Twinkle Little Star one. Do y'all remember the book that was it sang it, it sang out the song and read out the words, but then it went on to talk about Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and it took you to Bethlehem? Mm-mm. So, like, that was one. But it's a it's an advent series for him i mean he, he you can't sit there hey walker we're gonna be thankful for that like he right. doesn't know that yeah and so but it's all these like this candle <laughs> yeah he it's all these these little just little christmas books that capture his attention like charlie brown mm-hmm. there's one in there yeah but it points you to to bethlehem it's kind of just neat I, cool. I thought thought that was pretty cool yeah. so obviously we are talking about christmas in this episode if you haven't been able to tell yet because it's that season yeah. and i love it there's nothing bad that you can't can't bring me down yeah. in this season um so justin hitting the mute on his sorry you know, about that guys just there. <laughs> sorry about that um, you can blame executive fashion Mikey katie for why, is he, why is he sending out work <laughs> emails in the middle we're trying to record podcasts. podcasts yeah why is oh he sending out work gracious. emails in the middle of the work day how about what this how about this you ready <laughs> <laughs> 